Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Very good indeed. Now, it's just well you can't get poked in the eye on Twitter, I'll tell you, because uh, my next guest would have, he'd be in some severe difficulty if he could. Uh, the world of politics can be a murky business at the best of times. When you enter public life, you have to expect it's going to be criticism over the course of your career. But personal jabs from anonymous accounts on social media is a relatively new aspect to political life. Neil Richmond, Fine Gael TD for Dublin Rath Down, has found his own way of dealing with negativity and he joins me now. Neil, how are you today? Yeah, very well. Thank you very much. How bad does it get? What kind of stuff, you know, without repeating it but but, you know how grim is it yeah it gets pretty personal it's about your physical appearance it's about your kids it's about your family Um, it's about everything lots of made up stuff lots of lies and it really depends on where it's coming from I attract abuse from lots of different sources from the far right Brexiteers in the UK to militant Irish Republicans the anti-Covid restrictions people uh, and everything else in between does that not worry you would that not keep you awake at night um, certainly doesn't keep me awake at night. There's one, once or twice where you've had to go to the Gardaí and say, is this a viable threat? Do I need to be worried about this? And they're, and they're very good. They're very responsive. Where and it really gets me, to be honest, it's not when I read it. It's when my wife, who doesn't really go on social media bar to look at lovely pictures of her friend's children, um, sits there, scrolls down and reads out every comment and starts to get quite upset and asks, why are these people being so mean? What have you done? Right. I, I can't help but think a normal, thin-skinned person. I think we're mostly thin-skinned. You, you would be upset. A personal comment about you gets to you. Oh, absolutely. But that's why you make sure you don't see it. And that's why you want to mute and block the people who aren't there to engage or go for constructive criticism or even give out about your politics. They just want to say really hurtful things to vent whatever misery is going on perhaps in their life. Right. And you've blocked something like 6,000 people, is it? I did a tally actually before coming on. It's, it's, it's now over 9,500. 9,500. Uh, yeah, because I don't need to see their abuse. And if they want to have a real discussion or they want to engage with something properly that I can help them with in my job as a TD, there's lots of other ways uh, of doing that. God, the extent is staggering. Staggering. Um, is this something you have to do? Is this unavoidable now, social media at this point, in your, for you and your career? Yeah, definitely. I think I'm of the generation of a politician where social media, and I must say, I, I love social media. I think it's great. I really like seeing pictures of people on, on far-flung holidays and reading up-to-date news and intakes and seeing the insight into people that you watch on TV or listen to on radio. Um, it's the modern-day version of the leaflet drop or the church gate uh, canvas or the, the public meeting, the town hall meeting. I find it really, really helpful to my work as a TD. I find that I get a lot of representation through social media. Um, I'm able to get my point across and make my opinions known on a much larger scale than usually you would have as a backbench TD but the price for that is about 1% of the response you get is just unfiltered bile. Yeah, it's like walking into a pub and you think you're your mates but there's a group in the ta- in the corner who don't like you and are delighted you've walked in because this is their chance to have a go at you and and that's what you're you're letting happen. It does seem to be at times though very out of hand. Is it something and it seems there's even it's getting even more out of hand now with Elon Musk's mm. light grip on, on Twitter. Is it something you need to legislate for or, or start to tighten up on? There's a couple of things. Well, I think each platform is different and I think that should be recognised. Um, but one thing that certainly I've pushed for at an Irish level, but also at a European level, and I hope we can get it with the Online Safety Commissioner, is the anonymity. The fact that people can have completely anonymous accounts, faceless accounts and just say anything. And if you actually knew who those people were, who their employers knew, 
what they were doing on the internet and much else. They'd never dream of saying this because you give the pub analogy. I go to the pub not very regularly these days, but maybe once or twice a month. Um, unfortunately, my mobile phone's in my pocket 24-7 except when I'm asleep. Yeah. Do you switch it off when you're going out? Do you, do you, what do you do? Absolutely. I delete all the social media apps because um, I don't need to be having a great night and then resi- can't resist the urge and look, see what's happening on social media and someone's called me something really unsavoury and that just puts a downer on it. It does. Um, it would ruin most nights. It, it would ruin most nights. It could. Very much of the same way the very rare occasion someone has a go at you in that pub, it could ruin your night pretty quickly. But why bring that upon yourself? Delete all the apps. And also you have to be very careful and responsible that if you're out and you maybe have taken a drink or two, the last thing you want to be doing is Respond. sending out a tweet or putting up a, a picture that really you shouldn't be doing. No, people, social media stuff from people that are assuming privacy is a big issue, as we know. Um, so ju- just in general, how, how many things are you involved in? You're on Twitter and what else do you engage with? Yeah, so I'm I'm across about six social media platforms: uh, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, TikTok, and you know the messaging devices I was on Snapchat. You're on TikTok. Yeah, no, I, I love TikTok. Well, what do you um, do on TikTok? Well, that's where I go for escapism at eleven o'clock at night and watch rugby highlights and recipes and see stand-up comedians and a guilty pleasure of watching, you know, The Voice in America has got talent introductions. I think TikTok's a brilliant... But are you posting on TikTok? I post on TikTok a lot um, and I try to respond to comments on TikTok a lot because that's generally a much younger demographic, people who yes. aren't possibly reading the newspapers or reaching out to politicians in the traditional way and that's a way you can you can meet them, hear their concerns, their queries. You do get a bit more stick on TikTok um, and you can see when it's worth Is it a bit more lighthearted, a bit more... Yeah, you take a more lighthearted uh, approach. Like the worst thing you could do on Twitter is make a joke. You'll just yes. get hammered or show that you're having a good time. Uh, someone or post that you're on holiday. Someone will have a go. But I think it, the one thing that I've noticed on all the platforms is there was a, an increasing coordinated element. Yeah. And this is something for the social media companies, particularly from the far right, the anti-immigration yes. brigade, where it doesn't matter what you put up, they'll put up something absolutely horrendous about people who've just come to this country. Right. Um, and there, there are different kind of... Uh, characters like Twitter I think is it has a reputation for the mo- most toxic and somebody is saying are you addicted to this you've experienced the toxicity but you keep going back um, an element of that is true for sure but it is part of my job um, if I'm a TD I can't all of a sudden decide I'm not going to answer the phone or respond to emails or stop having constituency clinics um, people need to know how they can access their public re- representatives the great thing about social media is TDs, senators and MEPs are so much more accessible now than they were 20 years ago and this is part of my job this is how I get a lot of my representations how I get legislative ideas from the continent or Canada or Australia as well as campaigning ideas And you respond to the, to the good ones when somebody has a genuine query for you on Twitter or social media and just asking something related to your job you will get back to them in, in some cases many cases yeah like absolutely 99% of the time I'll go can we pick this up over email because it might be something a bit sensitive or private or sure. each case is individual so someone could make a broad brush sweeping statement about a school places or a hospital waiting list and you're like well let me deal with your specific case and refer to the relevant minister or maybe this person's not in my constituency but I can put them on to the TD in Donegal or Clare or wherever it is. Right, very good. Um, so and you haven't posted any dances though because you know I, what I see of Twitter over my children's shoulders is very much people posting where they've, they've got a bit of music in the background and a dance going on. You, you won't be going to that level. That's more of a TikTok and Snapchat and I will admit I tried to do a dance on TikTok. You didn't. Um, 
a chair dance for want of a better order um, I don't have any rhythm at all I can't dance that hasn't stopped anyone on, on TikTok why would yeah. it stop you like I'm big into dad jokes and dad dancing and I tried my best and the results were as expected but again you got to show the light hearted side of it as well you're saying it's changing things do you think is it kind of going to start replacing canvassing just that, that normal knocking on doors part yeah well it's certainly we're starting to see people live different um different home lives now they're not on the same nine to five schedule they're in a gated community or an apartment block that you can't access once upon a time every politician stood outside a church gate on a sunday that's very rare now at this stage um so certainly i think there's going to be a lot more of this online um carry on especially you know compared to 10 years ago it's unrecognizable but the old-fashioned face-to-face knocking on someone's doors and asking for the honour of their vote. I don't think that'll ever go away and I really hope it doesn't. Right. It could be as nasty sometimes though, I'm sure. I'm sure sometimes you're knocking on a door or the last door in the world you should really knock on. Yeah, certainly. And like again, if someone's unhappy and you don't know what's going on in their lives and they have a viable reason to be unhappy and to have a go at you, you know, that is part of your job. There are doors where I've had to simply walk away because they've just been nakedly abusive or sectarian or rude. And um, that was as recent as the last general election. Um, But people are a lot more brave when they don't have their name and their face up there and you're not standing six inches away from them. Absolutely, that's the real problem. Uh, Well, Neil, the very best of luck with it and uh, continue. I I look forward to seeing your experiences on TikTok and if you get a few more dances. uh, I'll try my best. (laughs) Thanks very much indeed. Neil Richard there, Fina Gale, TD for uh, Dublin Rathdowned. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.